scripture i'm jordan shambly joined by wesley wildman and we have a guest on the line this this week uh hope hamilton with india partners we're going to be talking to her about uh her ministry in india and what she what she's involved in and you are i think you're specifically going to go into that too yeah, wesley we'll get into that because you just got back from a trip and she had to put up with me yeah, the, whole, the whole time exactly so i'm, I'm really <laughs> interested in hearing about all of that so why don't you go ahead and introduce her uh, sure in detail. we had a we had a great trip there um mm-hmm. and i what i want to do is before we get into our trip with India and India Partners, we're going to connect people to that ministry mm-hmm. because we believe in what they're doing there and we have for several years here at AFR. But uh, Hope, are you with us? I am. All right. Well, why don't you tell us uh, what we used to do a lot or real frequently, but we haven't done so much the last couple of months. We like to highlight a millennial who's in action because we know there's plenty of bad things that the millennials are doing, uh, but there's also <laughs> a lot of... Good, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> but there's also um, a lot of good things that the millennials are doing and uh, we're not here to uh, decide which one outweighs the other but we do want to yeah. recognize uh, millennials when they are fired up for the Lord they're involved uh, in ministry and even those that are just uh, lay people that mm-hmm. are really passionate about Jesus but are millennials so tell us a little bit about uh, what you do on a day-to-day basis in your ministry and what God's called you to do Oh, well, I appreciate you saying that I'm one of the good ones. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, I I do have an incredible privilege to be able to work in ministry. The company that I work for is actually not a nonprofit, but what we do is we come alongside nonprofits and help them raise money. Mm -hmm. I realized from a really young age, spending some time on the mission field, that as much as money is not a pleasant topic to talk about, most of the time, whether or not somebody gets reached with the gospel or that life is saving surgery or a safe house for a kid, it Mm. really boils down to whether or not the money has been given to make Mm. that possible. So I work for an organization that raises money for Christian nonprofits that are working with direct human need, and I get to travel the country and be a spokesperson for these organizations, and it really is uh, honestly an incredible privilege to be able to Mm. do that. That's a beautiful thing, and you're so right. You know, it is, it is, there's many topics like that that's necessary for ministry. For me, just uh, asking for money sometimes is uncomfortable yeah, but yeah. uh and, and other people have specific gifts that they're mm-hmm. able to do so and do so in a great way but i'm just grateful for what you do and, and you make a another thing you do is you make a lot of connections right between ministries you're able to unite the body of christ for a specific goal too right yeah that's one of the really fun parts about my job i get to connect different nonprofits with different media companies mm. so sometimes i'll come into a media company and talk to them about where their passions are and what they're they want to see happen in the world, and then I'm able to say, okay, well, this organization is doing this. You guys should be able to connect, and and then after connecting them, be able to, to be a spokesperson with that organization, raising funds. So it's it's really fun. There you go, millennial in action. Okay, yes. <laughs> and she also does more than that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about your personal ministry because I know that you're a worship pastor, worship leader there. at your local church too. Tell us a little bit about how you ended up with that job because you have a beautiful voice. You're very gifted in that area, and you're not you're not letting that go to waste. You're allowing God to use you in that area, too, as well. Oh, thank you so yes. much. Um, I am a youth pastor and a worship pastor at a small Assembly of God church in Oregon, where I live. Um, and the way that I ended up with that job is, and to me, it's a testimony of um, 
you know, the power of church. I moved out to Oregon not knowing a soul. I packed up my car, drove <laughs> 3,000 miles. I didn't have family or friends in the area. All wow. I had was a job contract and an apartment lease I signed online. So I didn't <laughs> see it. It turned out to be not sketchy, praise God. Yeah. Um, but then I, you know, I, I did what you do when you go to a new place. I started looking for a church. And after several weeks, I, I walked into this church. And the moment I walked in the door, they just made me feel like family. I mean, Amen. they took me out to lunch that day. Um, wow. I got you know, a note from the pastor the next day. Wow. Um, it was the kind of church that you want to invite somebody to because you know they're going to get enveloped into as family. And so um, that was awesome for me, not having family. And they just had some open doors and opportunities for me to get involved. I grew up in ministry, and it was crazy. The first Sunday that I went there, I didn't know this, but it was the first Sunday that they'd had after their previous worship pastor and youth pastor had left. So oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to launch another church. So, yeah, so yeah. God just lined up all of these crazy, crazy doors, and now the church here really is my family, and mm-hmm. I, I love having them as a support piece and also being able to to do the kind of ministry that I do on, on both ends, internationally and domestically, because they're both really needed. Yeah, and and that is really great, too, because when you look at the biblical model of missionaries and missions, um, behind every missionary sent out in the early church is a is a church uh, is a church like that, is a church that was a tightly knit family um, that was supportive, and um, there was an accountability there as well, I feel like. When, when a missionary would come back, they would give an account of what happened, what the Lord did, um, through them, and so I, I imagine that's a similar thing that you experience too. Um, uh, when it, you go to a place is, like India, yeah, 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 it was amazing. I I actually sent my church back a note of all the things that were happening mm-hmm. in India, and my pastor read it for the for the congregation, and just coming back to be able to have uh, them engaging in what's happening internationally as well as what's happening domestically. I, I love that you bring up that accountability piece because yeah. it is so significant. And also just that, that spiritual covering when you're being sent out is it's really powerful and helps you to feel a little more safe in everything that I do. Yeah. Well, w- do we want to go into some of the things that um, she does with India Partners then? is Yeah. yeah. Um, well, tell us a little bit more mm-hmm. about, before we get into India Partners, about the different types okay, yeah. of mission work <laughs> that you do w- with uh, through oh, your connections. Because yeah. you, you, uh, you were rolling them off in the car that day, and I thought, <laughs> at some point, you got to be making this up. Come mm. on. <laughs> this is like, she's all over the world. And I, I, oh. I know you weren't making them up, but I know y'all do so much. And things that, things that we uh, here in America mm. would probably, uh, Christians, wouldn't necessarily, at least your ordinary everyday Christians, not going to think about on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. But you're doing so much mission work for God's glory, and you're bringing so much uh, life uh, to people. So tell us a little bit more about your, some of the creative mission work that you do through your ministry. Mm. Yeah, we have incredible partners. We actually work with five international organizations and then a couple dozen domestic organizations. So internationally, we're doing everything from the work in India, which I absolutely love, and the work in India itself is really diverse, and I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, We're also working with kids who are living on the garbage dumps in Mongolia. Mm. Um, We're we're curing kids of parasites in like 15 different um, countries. One of our partners is doing that. Um, we have partners who are doing feeding programs in um, areas that have been uh, stricken by genocide. We mm. have um, schools that have been built by our partners. One of my one of my partners does this thing where they um, they transform a village from beginning to end, going in three years 
and then leave at the end of three years with the village being completely self-sustaining. Oh, wow. I love that. And mm. then we, um, we recently started working with an organization that works with persecuted Christians, the persecuted church, and that is such a privilege to be able to be a part of. They actually run safe houses mm. for um, mostly for Muslims when they convert. They end mm. up, you know, under the threat of death and having to leave their family and everything they know. And so, What's, um, where, what location them. is that? Can you tell us? Not the specific you know, address, but I can tell you that the majority of the safe houses are in the Middle East. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I figured that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting you. Go ahead. Um, Well, I feel like that's just so powerful uh, to hear um, that not only are are people going over and preaching the gospel and reaching to the people um, in a very spiritual way, but also meeting physical needs too. Going into a village and and transforming it from from um, from the stage that it's in uh, at first, but leaving it um, in a sustainable mm-hmm. in a sustainable manner and equipping those people to take care of themselves and and have the things that they need. I feel like that's very powerful because God doesn't only care about the soul. He cares about the body too. And um, that I feel like that um, coming alongside the gospel is a very powerful reminder because I imagine so there's so these people um, see so many spiritual teachers who kind of go in, they give them their, their kind of canned um, message and then leave them just as they found them. And I think that when a missionary goes in and actually affects the people's day-to-day lives that just has so much more impact that's so much more Mm -hmm. evident of yeah your the genuineness of Mm -hmm. your christian life Mm -hmm. Uh, because being a christian is a lifestyle for a lifetime go ahead rebecca (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah i I completely agree i mean it it, as as corny as it is it's the old saying that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care right um you you can't preach the gospel to somebody whose child is is starving Mm -hmm. you know and uh so I love that about our partners. They're very much about the, the tangible, tangible physical needs. Um, and then the other main partner that we work with is domestic rescue missions, which mm. is amazing. I mean, we all know that there's an opioid crisis and a homelessness crisis in the U.S., and our partners are gospel rescue missions. So they, they are providing meals and providing shelter, but they're also providing long-term rehabilitation, things like GEDs, mm. to be able to get people who've been living on the street, sometimes for generations, sometimes for short periods of time, and uh, help them to be thriving members of society, but also to meet Jesus and know His plan for their life. So love being able to work with the domestic mm. organizations as well. And the cool mm-hmm. thing with that is when we work with these domestic rescue missions, we're able to partner them. Oftentimes with even secular media organizations, we'll raise money to share the gospel. <laughs> I mm. love doing that um, because they, they see the need in the homelessness community in America. And uh, I, I think that there really is a big impact being made, even though sometimes uh, it's, it's not what we see in the news. Well, yeah, well, for those that missed it, mm-hmm. uh, the first part of the program, uh, I, I mentioned that I got to travel with Hope mm-hmm. to India, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment. And there uh, I got to pick on her and harass her a lot, and I tried doing it over the radio by calling her her real name, but she can't throw anything at me. <laughs> No, I got away with it there for sure. But that was probably not appropriate because we were serious uh, topic there. But we like to have a lot of fun here on Share Truth, the Plaid Scripture. We got about a minute left mm-hmm. for the break. Um, before we go to the break, and uh, just want to remind y'all that we will talk about India Partners. We'll talk about Mine and Hopes mm-hmm. and John Riley's and the I-58 team's ministry and uh, trip over there. We'll talk about where we went, what we saw, and how you can prefer, uh, how you can give. But 
Uh, yeah, with about 50 seconds left, uh, uh, Hope, will you please tell us how they can connect with India Partners? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's the India Partners website. Do you guys have a link up on your website or anything? Yes, yes, we do. We got okay. one up. Well, can, then, go ahead. That's where I would direct them mm-hmm. then to head to your website, click sure. on the banner there. There's so many ways that you can engage, but honestly, the biggest way is $7.08 to provide a day of safety for a child who's come out of the red light district. That is a huge impact in Wesley. You got to meet some of the kids that have already been rescued and yes. excited to hopefully return and meet more yes. of the kids that are going to be rescued. Yeah. But that is, that's an incredible impact to that organization. Yeah. Well, we're going to head to the break here in about 10 seconds. Again, go to engagemagazine.net and look for that link too. And we'll, we'll put it up in the show notes sure. as well um, and read more information about how you can help these children in India uh, escape this life of um, being in the red light district and the work that India Partners is doing. And we hope to see you in the next segment. 